Longing for truth, we turn to you. Make us your own, your holy people, light for the world to see. Christ be our light, shine in our hearts, shine toward the darkness. Christ be our light, light in your church. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. So we welcome you all to our Mass today, coming to you from the Church of the Assumption here in Abbey Field. We welcome all our parishioners all those in the surrounding area of West Limerick. And we know many of you beyond those borders are joining us for our Mass. And we really welcome you and appreciate your presence with us. Please feel free to bring your own intentions for our Mass today and to join them with those for which we are praying this Mass. We're remembering Kathleen Gleeson, Kinconlalore, Michael O'Hanlon, Collins's Park, Pat St. Johnny Sheehan, Cahar Moilarda, Mary Maloney, who died in England, wife of Pat Maloney, Templet Lantern, and late of uh, Bell Mullet in Mayo. And also, we ask you to remember in your prayers somebody who is uh, currently recovering from surgery. So, as we begin our Mass today, St. John. We will hear St. John, who writes to us, asking us to stop sinning. But he gives us great reassurance that if we do sin, which we all do, because of our human weaknesses and failures, that the Father looks beyond those weaknesses in us. And because he loves us so much, his forgiveness is total. So let's prepare to accept that forgiveness now as we turn to the Lord and ask for him. You were sent to heal the contrite. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. You're seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord, have mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on all of us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Let us pray. May your people exult forever, O God, in renewed youthfulness of spirit, 
so that rejoicing now in the restored glory of our adoption, we may look forward in confident hope to the rejoicing of the day of resurrection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter said to the people, You are Israelites, and it is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our ancestors, who has glorified his servant Jesus. The same Jesus you handed over and then disowned in the presence of Pilate, after Pilate had decided to release him. It was you who accused the Holy One, the Just One. You who demanded the reprieve of a murderer while you killed the Prince of Life. God, however, raised him from the dead, and to that fact we are the witnesses. Now I know, brothers, that neither you nor your leaders had any idea what you were really doing. This was the way God carried out what he had foretold when he said through all his prophets that his Christ would suffer. Now you must repent and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Responsorial Sam, lift up the light of your face on us, O Lord. Lift up the light of your face on us, O Lord. When I call... Answer me, O God of justice. From anguish you released me. Have mercy and hear me. Lift up the light of your face on us, O Lord. It is the Lord who grants favors to those whom he loves. The Lord hears me whenever I call him. Lift up the light of your face on us, O Lord. What can bring us happiness, many say. Lift up the light of your face on us, O Lord. Lift up the light of your face on us, O Lord. I will lie down in peace, and sleep comes at once. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Lift up the light of your face on us, O Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. John. I am writing this, my children, to stop you sinning. But if anyone should sin, we have our advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, who is just. He is the sacrifice that takes our sins away, and not only ours, but the whole world's. We can be sure that we know God only by keeping his commandments. Anyone who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, refusing to admit the truth. But when anyone does obey what he has said, God's love comes to perfection in him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, o Lord. The disciples told their story of what had happened to them on the road and how they had recognized Jesus in the breaking of bread. They were still talking about this when Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. In a state of alarm and fright, they thought that they were seeing a ghost. But he said to them, Why are you so agitated? And why are there doubts rising in your hearts? Look at my hands and feet. Yes, it is I. Touch me. See for yourself. A ghost has no flesh and bones as you see that I have. And as he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. Their joy was so great they couldn't believe it. And they stood dumbfounded. So he said to them, Have you anything to eat here? And they offered him a piece of grilled fish, which he took and ate before their eyes. Then he told them, This is what I meant when I said while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and in the Psalms had to be fulfilled. He then opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, So you see how it's written? that the Christ would suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that in his name repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. And you are witnesses to this, the gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. My dear friends, I suppose one of the risks of quoting from personal experience is that you very quickly give away your own age. I wonder how many of you remember from your national school days sitting in desks with the inkwells on them. And you remember the little covers, they used to slide over and back to cover the inkwell. But if you remember that, you probably remember the N pen as well. The thing like a, a pencil with a nib on the end of it, a little bit of timber. Of course, the, the more privileged children had a flashy version of it. If you broke the nib in theirs, you could slip in and out a new one into the little holder. I remember when I was in national school, it, it would have been regarded as an insult to education to write with the biro. The biros were just coming out around that time. But in those days you had your end pen and you always had to make sure to have the blotting paper to soak up the ink as soon as it hit the page. And if you didn't, the quality of the paper was so poor that the ink would soak into it and it would start spreading out in all directions. And within seconds, all the sides of your letters would have joined up together and created one unholy mess in the page. That's if you weren't fast enough to apply the blotting paper. And if you happened at all, on your journey from the inkwell to the jotter, to let a drop of ink fall on the page, the mess was instant. Not alone on the page you were on, but down it went through that page and onto the pages below, and all you could do was watch helplessly as the mess spread out and increased, and you waited for the master to come down. 
and the blushes on your face betrayed the embarrassment and the shame you felt long before he arrived. Well, I take it that that was the origin of the phrase he blotted his copybook. Remember one time asking somebody to call to somebody for me and he said, well, I wouldn't be well got there, no, I kind of blotted my copybook there. So even though we use the, that phrase, freely he blotted his copybook, I suppose maybe many of us who use the phrase today would never realize the panic it put in children when we blotted our copybook so many years ago in the national school. Well, those memories, for those of you who can go back far enough to remember them, will help you to, to appreciate, I think, a lovely story I came across lately about a kindly village schoolmaster. He was acutely aware, not just of how a little child gets such a boost from a compliment, but also of the hurt a child can feel if they're humiliated. And this teacher had his own way of dealing with the child who blotted his copybook. He'd arrive at the child's desk. And where everyone else saw only the irreversible mess on the page, he would see not the mess on the page, but the pain in the face of the little child who had made it. And taking his own pen, he'd pick up the jotter and attack the big blob on the page, adding a line here and a line there, a little squiggle here, a squiggle there, and strokes somewhere else. And, and he'd painfully transform, or painstakingly transform the mess on the page into a beautiful picture, kind of a work of art. Sometimes it might finish up as an angel with wings, or a rare animal, or a bird, or a fish, or a tree. And transformation complete then, he'd hand the jotter back to the little child praising the child for the wonderful raw material that the child had given him to work with in the first place. Is there one of us who hasn't blotted their copybook? Is there any one of us who hasn't something to blush about? Is there any one of us who hasn't something in our lives that we are ashamed of or embarrassed about. So any of us who are sometimes crushed by our failings and our weaknesses. I doubt if there's any of us who haven't blotted our jotters. And the difference between us is not the blots we all have plenty of them in our copybooks. So the difference is not the blots 
either the number or their magnitude. The difference between us is the attitude we take to them. Or maybe more correctly, the attitude we've decided that the Lord takes to them. The difference is in how we perceive the master who is going to pick up our copybook at the end of our life. Do we expect to be embarrassed, to be humiliated, to be punished by him? Or do we expect him to pick up the mess that we've made? See not the blots, but the pain that they are causing us. Not the mess on the page, but the hidden potential of what he can do with even the mess that we've made. Not put us down for our faults, but see the merit in our efforts. Not condemn us for our failures, but see the beauty in each of us that goes far beyond any mistakes that we may make. Do we believe that like that kind-hearted, gentle schoolmaster, that God can take the mess we've made, which we can only hopelessly look at and feel ashamed of, that he can take that mess and transform it into a work of art. Because he looks not on the blobs on the page, but at the person who has made them. And like every adoring father looking at the creation of his child, his interest is to transform the blots, the disappointments, and the hearts that put us down into opportunities that, that we've given him to lift us up if only we will let him lift those off our shoulders. But even God himself can only draw angels on our copybook if we first hand it to him. Even God himself can only lift burdens that cripple us if we are first prepared to let them go and to hand them over to him. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, and through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. 
For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead in his kingdom of no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. So now we place our prayers before our ever-loving and merciful, forgiving Father. We pray that our eyes too are opened, that we may be able to get some grasp of how each of us is such a loved and special child in the eyes of God, our Father. Lord, hear us. We pray for our church leaders that, like Jesus, they too will embrace the marginalized, those who have suffered in the past from isolation or disrespect. Lord, hear us. We pray for the healing of the sick, comfort for the needy, food for the starving people, and a home for the refugees. Lord, hear us. We pray for an end of violence and killings in Myanmar, and for the release of prisoners and that love, understanding, and respect will prevail over repression. Lord, hear us. As the coronavirus vaccination program gathers momentum throughout the world, we pray that those who are most vulnerable will not be overlooked in favor of the privileged. Lord, hear us. We bow our heads now, and in silence we remember our own intentions for Mass today. We include Kathleen Gleeson, Michael O'Hanlon, Patsy and John Sheehan, Mary Maloney. We also are remembering somebody who is recovering from surgery at the moment. We place them all, Lord, in your loving care. Lord, hear us. Father, we reflect today on your great love and mercy. We thank you for the encouragement we have gained through the resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ. May we be worthy of your promises of salvation. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
Lift up your hearts. Let's give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just. Our duty always and everywhere to give you thanks, especially at this time when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. Through him the children of light rise to everlasting life and the halls of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful for his death is our ransom from death and in his rising the life of all has risen. So let's join now with the angels and saints as we proclaim his glory. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You are indeed holy, Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending your Spirit on them like the Jewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed, And entered willingly into his passion, he took bread. Giving thanks, he broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, by your cross and resurrection. So as we celebrate together this morning this memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by your Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your people throughout the world and bring us to the fullness of love with Francis, our Pope, Brendan, our Bishop, and all your people. Remember Kathleen Gleeson, Michael O'Hanlon, Patsy and Johnny Sheehan, Mary Maloney, and somebody who is recovering from surgery that we are including in our Mass We ask you, Lord, to be with them, walk with them, and make them aware of your presence. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them, Lord, into the light of your face. Mercy in all of us. Make us worthy to share eternal life. With Mary, the Virgin Mother of God, with the apostles and with all the saints who have done your will throughout the ages, may we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. And so we pray now in the words Jesus himself taught us, our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day. In your mercy, keep us free from sin and protect us from anxiety as we wait in blessed hope for the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my own peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your people, and graciously grant us peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May that peace of the Lord be with you all. And with your spirit, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world of mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world of mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed all of us who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I'm not worthy, worthy that you should enter under my roof and say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring all of us who receive him to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. of spiritual communion. Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated 
from you. Amen. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving. So there will not be a parish newsletter printed this week, but our newsletter will be back as usual next week. The dates for the celebration of Confirmation and First Holy Communion will be announced through the schools in the coming week. Masses during the coming week will be at the usual times, and we thank all parishioners for your continued support and encouragement, and it's so much appreciated at this time especially. Please remember in your prayers the repose of the soul of Patrick O'Donnell, who died in New York. Uh, Patrick was late of Bogmount. And also Mary Fullerton, Neo Dunhoe, who died in Bristol, England, and late of Tournafella. And um, Paddy Flynn, Main Street Abbey Field, who has died. We pray eternal rest grant to all of them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them, and may they rest in peace. Amen. Let us pray. Look with kindness upon your people, Lord, and grant, we pray, that those you are pleased to renew by these eternal mysteries may attain in the flesh the incorruptible glory of the resurrection. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you all. And with your spirit. And once again, thanks very much for being with us this morning. Uh, we really, really appreciate your joining us here at the Church of the Assumption for Mass. So wherever you've joined us from, you're most welcome. And let's continue to pray for each other's intentions. And very especially for the few weeks that are left, let's continue to put out all the stops to keep ourselves and each other safe. So that, please God, soon things will be a lot better and a lot brighter as we face into the summer together. So the Lord be with you, and, with your spirit. and may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And our Mass is ended now. We go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. And thank you. Mm -hmm.